This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills... Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. Somehow I got picked to be on the sweaty back episode. I love working class bull hunter podcast. It's really, really not that good. Welcome to episode 40 plus one more of whatever you just heard last week. This is the Working Class Bowhunter podcast right here from 1600 Buckslayer Place. The clarity of the mics brought to you by Clear Shot Archery. Not only will you see clearer, but your favorite podcast hosts are heard clearer. Thank you, Clear Shot Archery. Check them out, clearshotarchery.com. I am Steve, and this sounds so corny. I liked it. This is Kurt over here. Did it's you actually, like that? Yeah, it's actually episode 47. 47. Um, okay, so if you heard 46 last week, 40 plus one. Oh, wait, no, that'd be like 80. So <clears> whatever. <throat> anyway, I'm, I'm not paid to do math here. Yeah, if you missed last week's episode, check it out. Uh, the boys from O-Town Outdoors. It's Ontario, Ohio, not those, Canada. Uh, those, hey, di- uh, Great dudes, Nick man. just got uh, engaged, didn't he? Yeah, like the day after the episode, and you were talking <laughs> about ladies, and he didn't say anything about hey, that. you know, I don't want to say that, uh, you know, because we mentioned him, uh, you know, he got uh, engaged the next day. But, you know, listen to our podcast and uh, good things uh, shall happen. Was he the one that was going to get started the Tinder account? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You uh, listen, Trevor. Well, hey, that's not saying he can't still start it now. But yeah. Well, it was a fun episode. Check that out if you didn't already. Um, In the studio today with us, it's just me and Kurt. And we felt so lonely we had to uh, find a big old snuggly bear to keep us warm. <laughs> Um, because the fireplace <laughs> just wasn't cutting it. 
Our good buddy Trevor Schmidt. No. Why'd you forget his last name? <laughs> I was I was seeing how he pronounced it, because that's not how I pronounce it. Schmidt. No. No. He wants to call your last it. name yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just me and Steve um, as far as hosts go. Um, Eric's hunting in Iowa. Um, Logan is working. And, yeah, that's it. Um, Eric texted us earlier, and apparently Doe Down... Because it's getting into that, well, it's late season, officially. I would consider it late season. Um, doe down. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you shot a big one? Well, he just texted us and said, let me read the text. Shed buck down. Ooh. So I don't know what that means. I said, uh, really? Send me a picture of its, of its head to see, like, the shed. He said, I will when I get him. Oh, when I get home. So that's he's probably a little upset, but honest mistake. What do you do? You can't. I mean, some it's hard to tell sometimes. There's a deer. I I would get that uh, mounted. I'd go see our uh, our buddy Mark at uh, Creative Critters. When he's <laughs> For not, what so. reason? Yeah, because you that know, got potentially was the biggest buck he ever shot. You can always say it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, oh, it's the strangest thing. This buck was 180 before I shot him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's too bad, but it is what it is. Um. So basically, we have Trevor in here for a couple of reasons. He's our good buddy, for one. And then another reason. He's right. handsome. Am I moving too quick here? Oh, we got a social media shout out. Wow. I am so moving too YouTube. quick. See, we're both moving in on we Trevor. We got an agenda in front of us here. I got it on the screen. You got paper. There's a screen above me. Let's get it together here, Trevor boys. Trevor is just that good looking that we want to just jump all over. Talk to him. Um, we have a social media shout out. We haven't done like an official social media shout out. Um, so here it is. This is going to go to Jake Jones. Um, Word. Message us on Instagram um, at Jacob Jones thirty five. Um, he messaged us uh, while he was hunting. Um, basically, just said, "Hey man, I'm out hunting right now. Like the show." Um, and then he messaged us five minutes later and said, uh, "Hey, I just shot a doe. Um, you guys must be good luck." Um, <laughs> See, again, he listened to the show, shot a doe. You know, or you shoot bucks too. I, you you shoot bucks. You get married. You know, what else do you need? Just um, listen to this show. Good things happen. Also said he worked at a water treatment plant this summer, and it was Ugh. pretty gross. Our show is the only thing that got him through it. So that's pretty cool, man. Thank you so much for listening and for the message. Um, if you've ever spent more than 10 minutes at a wastewater treatment plant, it is the worst thing in the world. I know. I can't imagine. Trevor, you know the, you know the feeling, right? Let's say you got your last name. <laughs> oh, that's messed up, man. That's messed up. Um, since Steve's not going to segue us there, this episode is also brought to you by Smith's Custom Deer Processing. Um, I wasn't there yet. I want to. I, did I mess all your, your whole spiel up? No, that's fine. But I know you wanted to talk because you were you're chomping at the bit. I, I'm pretty excited at the bits of meatloaf. <laughs> and I'll tell you <laughs> why. Um, Smith's is out of Viola, Illinois. Um, great people, great business, great product. Um, they put out. They do a meatloaf, a venison meatloaf. Okay, I'm glad you finished that because they put out. Hey, I'm here for the uh, deer in the uh, other thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> The meatloaf is the most delicious thing ever. And my dad, I he took a couple out when I processed my buck. And we kind of just split it down the middle. And basically, I don't have the freezer space. So he takes the meatloaf. He's like, that meatloaf is the greatest thing ever. I think Eric got, got some of it, too. And he's like, dude, it's so good. I thawed it out, and I ate it, and amazed. Like, amazed. It comes in the tinfoil tin already in, the, in like, the tub, thawed out. I put it in the mic or the, the oven three seventy five for like an hour and thirty minutes. Delish. Check them out. 
Steve's looking at me like, are you salivating? No, I have one food, man. <laughs> I haven't eaten in like an hour and a half, dude. I'm starving over here. Um, let's get right into the meat and taters, or meatloaf and taters. Of <laughs> Speaking this. of meat, but no taters. <laughs> yeah. Right? So we have Trevor in. One, he's our good buddy. And Trevor, we might have mentioned this on a previous episode, shot a... Do you and... wanna, should, we, should we just... It's in the title of the episode. Why don't you Why don't you tell us what you shot, but in a sexy but stern way? No, just tell us. You show me first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your pointers. <laughs> An antler doe. Yep. Yeah. It was a surprise by all. <laughs> so, but you know what's funny about this story is I was with you. I don't know, maybe three weeks, a month before this, and you're like, "Oh yeah, about ten years ago, some guy shot an antler doe over here," and I'm like. Really, I've heard of that before, but not you know it's not common really yeah. at all. But that was probably maybe five six miles from where I shot this one. So, really, that yeah. close, and so there must be. Well, anyway, just, let's talk about the story because you saw it while you guys were you were gun hunting. You're, yeah, yep, we were uh, second gun season, our Illinois gun season. We were out, and I've got trail camera pictures from last year, and of course. Which you, I think you sent me that trail cam picture earlier in the year. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a funky rack yeah, deer. Yeah, couldn't tell. Thought, of course, you see horn or antlers, you think. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, I can hear it in my headphones. You, no, you I think, want to do it. You think, you think buck, you know. Technically, it was a horn because it didn't shed. That's true. I mean, not really, but we'll, let's just get to the point here. <laughs> so... I mean, we, that picture, it looked like it had something funky going on, just maybe, like, messed up at the pedicle or... Yeah, and it was... Knows. The picture was so blurry just because the way the sun was coming in that night that you couldn't tell that it was velvet either, so yeah. it's kind of hard to even justify any of it other than you can see it's got a funky rack. Yeah, no doubt. So you guys were just... We'll post the pictures up on our... Uh, we already did, but we'll it'll be in the link to the episode and stuff like that. Um, So you, you guys were walking? Yeah, we, uh, we were having a... Not a rough season, but we were kind of – everybody was tired. And You've had out. a great hey, season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm having a real rough season. Biggest deer of my life. That's not – could be better, guys. Am I right? <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, we were – everybody was wore out and tired from hunting all weekend. And my niece wanted – she wanted to go sit, and then she wanted to make sure she seen deer. And we're like, we picked up, like, an eight-acre piece of timber and, like right by our house. And, yeah. Like, what's just – walk it to you a little bit nice and slow and she didn't get lucky <laughs> i did so this thing just hopped up like at yeah. a full run or was it no she uh i heard my brother walk into the timber and i was in the field coming around one of the points and mm-hmm. uh i heard running and then i'm of course kind of get my gun ready and she kind of hopped up out of the timber and slowly trotted along and i i First, I was like, ah, it's small. And then I was like, oh, it's in velvet. It's kind of goofy rack. I'm, I, I'll never get a chance at a velvet, of yeah. course. So I was like, Because our season don't up, <laughs> open early enough, yeah. so take it while you can get it. So, I was, of course, I was like, well, why not? What's what's to lose? So I uh, yeah. I shot her, and <laughs> then uh, that's when I got the surprise, I guess. I went up there. So and, we'll talk about the, the shot. Did she go down? Did she yeah, run? She piled up immediately. She end over end. Yeah. And... uh she might have she when she fell she got up went about five foot and there she dropped and that was that was that so mm-hmm. 
So did anyone, because it's still in velvet, did you heard anything? Oh, yeah, I saw a velvet book over here. Like, you know what I mean? Like midway through the season. No, that's, we were all, we were all kind of talking about that too, that, uh, you know, as many people as there are that hunt in yeah. the neighboring farms, even driving down the road, you'd think, oh, oh, I seen a buck that was kind of gnarly looking and in velvet, velvet, still. In velvet. And yeah, the day before we were sitting in my brother's driveway and the neighboring farm to this property, they were they were doing a drive on it and we could see deer just coming out of everywhere from there. Yeah. You think someone, someone somewhere would have saw, you know, and said, Hey, there's a velvet goofy looking rack (laughs) buck thing over here. Yeah. Nobody said anything. That's kind of, kind of what we were thinking. Maybe she just kind of holed up in that little chunk and maybe just wandered here and there. So maybe, maybe she didn't feel like, you know, she was ready to face the world as a, as an antler doe yet. Yeah. She, she, she didn't needed have enough eyeliner to courage to, <laughs> make it <you> right. <laughs> courageous, courageous. <laughs> That's real courage. <laughs> saw, this is off topic, but I have to put it out there because it's so funny. I saw somebody posted a picture of, and I'll get to uh, Caitlyn Jenner in a minute. That, uh, <laughs> That's what I was said, thinking the whole said, time. They said just to prove. How much better men are than women? It took a man to win Woman of the Year. <laughs> it's messed up, man. It's messed up. So we're not going to talk about Caitlyn Jenner. No, I'm, I'm going to talk about I, I, the one thing I do absolutely hate about when people talk about antler does because we're going to get into the topic a little bit. But man, I hate when people are like, "Oh, antler doe, ha ha, Caitlyn Jenner, ha ha ha." Dude, that is literally the. Come that on, is the, that is the. What's the deal with airline food joke? It's like think of something better. If you, but, if I would have seen someone, how many people do you know that have shot antler does where that bothers you that much to where you're ranting but I've, about on it on social media? Like I see people like when oh, they when they I start t- tweeting about it, it's like why don't so you? You're disrupting this podcast to talk about your yeah. All okay. I'm saying, if you're gonna do that, if <laughs> yeah. you're gonna go on Twitter and you're gonna comment on an antler doe, at least say something funny like Chaz Bono or something. <laughs> That's that one's over my head. I don't even know that one. <laughs> it is. So, where were I we just, at? She piled over. You're like thinking I shot a, a velvet butt. Yeah, that was. I, I she piled up and she was still moving a little bit. Like, for I had my muzzle loader. I loaded it up again. I just finished her off just to make sure. You know. Yeah. Double tap. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And uh, my phone's ringing immediately because my brother and my dad, everybody heard my, you shoot. Yeah, heard me shoot, and they knew I was pretty much after one deer or one bigger than it and uh yeah oh, well yeah man. you already set the bar with your like 150 inch <laughs> yeah. 10 pointer you shot earlier so this year everybody's calling me he's like what what'd you shoot and my dad didn't call me my brother did and a couple other people and mm-hmm. he's like, well I, I just told him i shot a gnarly looking buck in velvet and yeah it's got like 10 inch tines and kind of a goofy side and yeah everybody's cool let's finish it up and go about our business <laughs> but <laughs> this time i got up to her and looking at her and kind of oh that's that's neat you know mm-hmm. whatever and i looked at uh uh her her privates yeah well <laughs> i didn't even get to her privates yet i looked at the tarsal glands oh yeah bone white and i thought well that's weird you know it's early december it should be like it didn't yeah it didn't yeah. rud or anything yeah it or... should be super dark and i grabbed its leg and lifted up and look at that and I'm like, oh, this is no nuts on Because you shot the second <laughs> Illinois shotgun season? Yeah. It, yeah but, oh, man, it's all clean down there. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. so, clean, clean shaved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve's got the picture pulled up right now. That is weird, man. It's just so weird to look at, you know, because it's like it's mind-boggling almost. Well, it's, I mean, it's bizarre. You don't, one, you don't expect to shoot 
No, you, you know, this is the only time you can acceptably look at a woman and say, nice rack. <laughs> We've all tried it. <laughs> all tried it. It doesn't work out that well. So did anything when you were like, oh, man, this thing's got like, I mean, I know you said the tarsal gland looked clean. It's yeah. in velvet. Did you think like maybe it was an antler doe? No, I had, I had not a clue. I just thought, like you say, of course, velvet, I'm going to shoot it just just for the novelty of it. Yeah, nonetheless, for and sure. Then, yeah. And, you got trail cam. Oh yeah, there's a trail cam picture yeah. of it. We'll yep. post all these up and uh, with the link to the episode on our Facebook and uh, all the other goods. Um, was the the body big like a she, buck? She was huge, actually. Yeah, look at. I uh, yeah, because it looks heavy in this picture. I mean, and you're you, a big you guy, so when no, I I was wanting Scott to, but he doesn't have a don't scale, have a scale. To, which is what how, how tall are you, Trevor? I'm six three. Yeah, Trevor's six three. We'll put this picture up again. And, and you're probably what two fifty three hundred. You are not three hundred pounds. Well, you're six foot three. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, Trevor's a big dude. You wouldn't want to. I mean, he's on our side if you get in a, a bar scuffle <laughs> with us. So yeah. you guys can make that decision if you see us in the Gerard. Um, but it, I mean, you're a big dude, man, and you're sitting behind this deer, and you're not doing the old trophy pick no, pose either. You're sitting right behind this deer, and it's a big body deer, man. Yeah, that's what Scott said when I took it over to him. He's like. She's just barrel chested like a buck, just huge. Other, I mean, her neck wasn't filled out like she, you know, obviously because she yeah. wasn't butted, but just her chest and her. I wonder, you know, Mark has the teeth of this deer. Yep. Mark is our taxidermist from Creative Critters, and uh, he's got the deer. You are mounting it, right? Yep. yep. Um, well, why wouldn't you? I well, I, once. I talked Trevor into this. Did I not a little bit? <laughs> you and my brother were. You were like, I don't know if I'm, I'm dude, you have to mount that. It's an <laughs> antler doe in velvet. Yep. And, uh, so I'm Where glad you you're getting that. those bottle caps. <laughs> I'm a fidgeter. <laughs> Give me those. Um, <laughs> so you can play with. Hold on. What was describe the antler like the, as far as like the texture compared to a regular velvet antler, a regular antler. <laughs> I've uh, well, I've never actually messed with any velvet other than this. Yeah. But uh, the bases were just huge, and it didn't it didn't feel like your normal buck has your burr. Around. Yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't have. An actual, it didn't seem like it had the burr like a buck. Like have. it didn't develop like a normal antler growth. Yeah, it was. It was just kind of odd. It didn't. It just didn't feel like a buck. Yeah. It, when you're messing with her, and then they were all you could take, especially the points on the I can't remember what side now, but the goofy side. Mm-hmm. They were all soft, and you could you could wiggle them and move them around. They were. Ooh. I can't it, believe she didn't bust them all off. She we busted one off when we were trying to load her into the back of the side by side. Oh and yeah. Mark's got it. So. See side by side. <laughs> Look at this guy. Well, <laughs> what blows my mind? So the one, the goofy side, did it have like a main beam? No, it, it was just, just kind of all came out of the pedicle, all crazy, yeah, kind of cactus like. I mean, it's just kind of gnarly. And, See, that's see, crazy. I, yeah, I've seen that in a couple other like antler doe picks. It'll be, it'll grow like like, <laughs> not to use a but cactus. You know, where it's just like they'll just yeah, kind of shoot up out of every, everywhere. You know, randomly. So yep. that just kind of. That just makes you think, you know, because obviously, you know, it's it's like for, from what I was reading about him, every every deer does have the ability to grow, um, antlers, grow antlers, yeah. but it's all about, you know, like a testosterone type thing. Just like, yeah. you know, a lot of, chi- you know, not, I'm not saying any chicks that listen to this. <laughs> Steve always takes it so far. Like, <laughs> But like everyone has the ability to grow a mustache. <laughs> You know, now, I, dude, I like there was a, a lady in Moline Walmart that had a mustache for the longest time. I mean, I mean, oh yeah. 
Well, see, I mean, it's, you know, not to trash anybody, but, you know, if you're a Rusty Wallace fan long enough, it just happens. <laughs> you just grow a mustache. Well, I don't know. The thing is, like, I have... Not, not, to, not to pick on Rusty Wallace, but, you know. I don't have experience hunting velvet deer. Um, our season in Illinois and Iowa opens October 1st. I've never hunted this state where I can get in there. I don't know. A lot of states... Oh, some states open, like, early September. I don't like North Dakota, South Dakota, right? They can get early, Montana late out there. Septem- mid-September, I believe. Yeah, I think Wisconsin and Missouri, the 15th-ish of this, of September. And yeah. I don't know. I think your chances of catching velvet's like, meh, there, yeah. you know. But I don't know what, like, the percentage shooting one of velvet is. But I went to taxidermy school um, a couple of years ago, and he actually had live deer. My instructor had live deer in the pen that had velvet. And... um you know, they'll walk, you know, he had 140-inch, 130-inch deer. He had two of them, and they'd walk right up to you, and you'd feed them. And you'd feel their their antler. You had to be careful because they would, like, jerk their head away if you got too aggressive with the, you know, because it's sensitive. Heavy petting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, heavy petting. <laughs> so it's just, like, it's really cool the way it feels. It's just, I don't know. Being around a live deer is, like, it sketched me out because you just feel like. Cause I, he, I need to kill you right now. Well, they, they're uh, they're jittery. By nature, yeah. you know, he's sitting there and he's eating leaves out of off a stick you broke off a tree, and he, they just do like a little lawnmower, just eat all the leaves. Like a kid at a petting zoo. And then he'll hear something on the street, you know, like a car go by or something that's loud, and he'll jerk his head up and move to look at what it was, and their movement's just so fast and jitter. I mean, we've all watched bucks in the in the wild, how they, I just think they're wired to just be on alert, on alert. All the time. Well, I mean... Every animal is almost their natural predator. I mean, you know, you get a well, exactly. You get a, you get a squirrel mafia together along enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, don't I mean, care who you are, dude, you're not going to fight off a million squirrels. Everything has been after them forever. You know. I feel bad for deer now. I, I think I'm I'm, I'm going to start fighting for deer. <laughs> start hunting coyotes, then. No one will hate you for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I was like, man, this deer is going to hear something on the street, and I'm going to be leaning down, petting the thing, and it's going to. Knock me out and then stomp me out because I touched its t- sensitive velvet antlers or something, you know. But so you hand um, out a stone cold stunner, yeah. So you cape this thing out at Smith's, yeah, yep. Because you live, I've kind of yeah. right by Smith's, yeah, pretty much in the same same neighborhood. So he Wait, caped really? it out. Do you live right down that street, or do you live down? A... If you go down his road, I live just south a little bit. Hey, you go through a couple hollers. A couple hollers. A couple hollers. <laughs> Good Lord. That's there's... how Trevor explained it to me and Eric, how to get from his house to, to Smith. You know, there's two different types of hollers. There's a holler in the country and a holler in the city. <laughs> yeah, both both are country. equally interesting. But... <laughs> so he... was he like, what, what did Smith say when you took this thing into what? him to get it caped? Well, before I got there, I, uh, I messaged... I messaged you and Derek, and Derek uh, was actually... Who, who'd you message first, though? You. Okay. Ask him when last. I, I, I messaged you, and just... I was trying to be as... Yeah. Because you were like, I know, yeah, I forgot to tell you I got my buck, so here it is. I go, thanks. Already found out. Later. <laughs> but uh, I felt bad you were being nice, but, you know, you weren't nice enough, so... <laughs> but no, and Mark was telling Derek to tell me to try to keep the, the velvet cold. Yeah. And then it was so brittle, I was worried about it. And mm-hmm. Took it to Smith's, and he did took good care of it. I mean, was he was he mo- just his mind blown by the whole thing? Yeah he he was he was impressed. I guess he said her hind end was the fat was like four inches thick. Really? Yeah. He said, Man, she, too bad you couldn't have it weighed. I was just I asked him when he skinned yeah. it out to check it out to make sure see if there was anything weird about weird in there, and he said nothing. Out of the normal, other than she was fat. So she had a big old booty and yeah. a big old rack. And even when we field dressed her, the fat, 
like not the stomach lining, but when you field dressing her, it was probably an inch thick. And she was just crazy. fat and big. I wonder how old she was, man. I can't wait to find I out. Know, I'm, yeah, you know, did you listen to the episode when we were – actually, his sheets are right down – I think those are your sheets – where you like you send the teeth in? Yeah, yeah. yeah I had the sheets yep. over here, but I mean, we're gonna do that all next week. I'm gonna go to Mark's. We're gonna send in the teeth from my buck I shot in October, from Trevor's buck, Derek's buck, and Eric's buck. And now the two I'm most interested in is your antler doe and Eric. Eric's, Eric's buck. Yeah, because Eric's buck was the nastiest buck I've ever seen. <laughs> yep. That thing was gross looking. Yeah, it was. I was I'm so curious cool. about Eric's. Just broken snout, hernia, broken leg, um, like two rotted out teeth. Um, I mean, who who knows what else it had that was messed up? Dude, he up. did the. You know what? Eric's buck and uh, and your doe probably were prison cellmates. Yeah, but could you imagine what the other bucks thought when they looked at him? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, crazy know. man. So I wonder. I can't wait. We got to get Mark in here to talk about the procedure he's going to take on that, and then after he mounts yeah. it, do another like a pre up or you know. He's got to. Uh, he I believe he's already got it done, but he had to send it out to get freeze dried. The oh, did he? Yep. We should call him and get him in for like five minutes to see what he's got to do to that thing. Call him right now. You want to? Yeah. All right, I'll call him. All right, well, we just called Mark, and uh, what's yep, up, Mark? We got him on the uh, Clear Shot Archery Clear Line. Remember, if your peep is uh, clear, you're shooting a clear shot. If you're hearing Mark right from Creative Critters Clear, it's the Clear Shot Archery phone, clearshotarchery.com. So professional. You like that? Yeah. I'm getting good. So we were talking about the mount, like what Mark's going to have to do with the mounting process on uh, Trevor's um, she-buck. And uh, Mark, can you kind of just give us a quick rundown on what the heck you have to do with this thing? She prefers Hedo. Whatever. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, I can um, yeah, actually, uh, uh, pretty much, uh, the difference in that would be that you have to actually send the velvet antlers away to be freeze dried because if you don't, they will rot off. And, uh, so basically, um, what I have to do is, you know, I just still cap them out like usual. And then, uh, you have to actually drill holes up in the bottom of the skull cap up into the antler base from underneath the skull cap to try to um, drain the blood out because there's a lot of blood inside those uh, antlers still underneath that velvet, even though, you know, it, it was almost dry, the velvet was. It was kind of weird. It was different than than usual. Like if you shoot a buck in September, there's a lot of blood in there and mm-hmm. there's a lot of soft tissue and, and blood vessels up inside there. But, but since I believe that, you know, the, each deer that has this velvet um, type of antler, on a doe, which is extremely rare, obviously, but um, each one is actually different. Some deer can actually shed uh, their antlers, and some will just shed the velvet. Some will shed none of it and just keep it all year. So um, that's why the velvet on this deer was in such rough shape is that, you know, in the wintertime it can get scratched up and then it'll bleed and it'll freeze and, and stuff like that. So basically... Um, for this one, you know, you treat them the same as you do like a September type velvet buck, but you have to drill holes up in the skull cap, let the blood drain out, and then, uh, you know, rinse them out real good. Um, and then actually send that to send the skull cap, you know, wrap it, uh, protect it, freeze it, uh, and send it, you know, ship it out to the freeze dryer. And then they will put it inside a freeze drying machine and actually suck all the moisture 
out of the antlers, and it'll actually dry and preserve the velvet to the antlers. So there was. Uh, um, so on 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 uh, Trevor's buck, there was still blood vessels in the in the velvet. Yeah, I wouldn't say on Trevor's as much. There was blood vessels as much as as much anymore as a September buck underneath the velvet. I would say that there was still, you know, some some blood vessels inside the actual antler itself. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's really strange and really interesting. In fact, uh, people do a lot of different studies on them because there's just not that much known about them. Um, you know, over years and years, it's so rare that, you know, anybody comes across one that, uh, I was talking to some guys that are, uh, uh, great taxidermists in the country and, uh, you know, only a handful of them have ever mounted one, and they say they vary so much that, you know, each individual deer, you know, is completely different from the other. You know, I had all kinds of questions myself as to, like, um, you know, what would happen during the rut with this deer? You know, would it want to chase does, or, or would it, you know, would it want to, you know, <laughs> actually cool. was act like it was acting like a doe and bucks would chase it. But from what I kind of understood from the guys I talked to is that it's actually more probably like a hermaphrodite, so it wouldn't play a role in the rut. Oh. It would just probably go around like a normal doe. Just so, do its thing. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah. she was that chick at the bar that wasn't really interested, but you know she was, but she was acting like she wasn't. I get it. <laughs> yeah they say i talked to a guy who uh actually did now i may say this word wrong but necropsies on them or something where it's like an uh oh you know when they uh it's almost like an autopsy but they actually study the uh female and male genitalia on them and sometimes like trevor's you know it could it could look completely like a doe when he goes to gut it out but it actually, if you dissected that thing, it could have a, you know, a tiny, tiny, little teeny, tiny male parts in there somewhere, whether it be a, a testicles or, you know, a penis like a male would actually have up in there, but just be so small, you wouldn't even notice it when you were doing a regular gutting job, so. Wow. So now they, we know how yeah, Amy feels. Yeah. least I got an Steve's rat. girlfriend, if, if you guys didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're a strange creature. There's no doubt about it. Well, cool, um, Mark. Well, they, the, the, the weird the weird thing about it was is it had it had a nose to eye measurement like a like an adult buck, like a three year old uh, buck. You know, and we were and just had, oh, go what's ahead. that? Well, we were just talking about the uh, the body, and uh, Trevor was saying about you know how how thick the fat was just everywhere on this uh, on this um, specimen. Yeah, yeah, that's actually. That's actually a pretty interesting topic, too. Um, I actually brought that up to some guys, too, because I found that the, the skin on this deer was extremely thin. Um, had to be real careful not to cut holes and stuff like that. Well, it was uh, still a woman, yep. so of course it was thin-skinned. Couldn't take <laughs> <Yeah>. a joke. <laughs> careful, careful. <laughs> but, but, yeah, the, the actual fatty thing I found out was that, um, you know, they actually produce more fat and collagen just like, you know, they would actually want to make milk for fawns, but the body just absorbs it and turns it into fat. 
So that's Whoa. why it has all that fat all over it. So it's a genetic doe thing that a doe would naturally try to produce milk for her fawns. But since wow. this deer didn't really have fawns, then it would actually just, the body would store the fat in pockets like that in the legs and thighs and and things like that. So yeah, there's. So, yeah, it, I never whole, would even thought of that. It was it was whole dough. It wasn't two percent. It wasn't skim. No. It was <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> whole milk dough. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. basically, I guess the only other mounting procedure that would probably be different would be, like I said, it had like a nose to eye of a adult buck, but like a two year old, maybe a two year old, maybe three year old neck measurement. So. And then, you know, the rest of the body was kind of big, too. But, uh, um, you know, I found out a lot of guys will make a mistake, and they'll just throw that on a, a order of buck form and throw it on like that and wow. mount it up like that. And it technically, anatomically, it's not correct. So I actually saved the skull so I could take actual measurements, widths and heights and everything. And what I may end up doing is ordering a real big dough form and then I may actually, because the shoulders, you know, are not going to be as big as a three-year-old buck. So I may have to actually alter the neck and build the neck up a little bit or just order a real big doe form and then cut the head off and put a uh, a buck head, a, a change-out head on it. So, yeah, the whole mounting process, you know, it's going to be study wow. the skin, study the anatomy, you know, lots of measurements. So it could be could be a whole lot different than just, you know... Throw it on a buck form and call it good because it's just so much to it that you wouldn't yeah. think about. Yeah, good um, thing Trevor has a good job. Well, Mark, we'll have to get you back in. You're due for an episode. Um, we'll get you back in after you, you know, especially we'll get you in before you start doing the whole mounting procedure and after you finish it up. Um, we'll talk more oh, about yeah. this and stuff. But yeah, we just wanted to call you. We were all talking about it, what the procedure would be. So thanks for your input, and uh, I'll get a hold of you a little bit later. All right, guys. All right, thanks, thanks, all right. thanks man. See thanks, you, buddy. Mark. Bye. So that was cool. Yeah, that uh, that's why we love that guy so much. Uh, wow, I did, who would have thought the milk that it wanted to produce would make more body fat? I guess it makes sense, but I there's no way I would ever. No, <laughs> well, for sure. I thought that you know you would. Well, I don't know because I, I I know we've we've talked about you know you've said like how much knowledge does that guy have, man? Oh, dude, it's ridiculous. He's a deer encyclopedia. I want to I want to get him and Bill Winky in a room together and just hit record and then go back like the, like dear professors and just, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to take notes. I'm just going to lie. And I'm just going to show up and show up to class for the chicks. But uh, no, I, I want to hear those two just talk about, just talk about, you know, deer in general. Yeah. Everything, you know, how to, I don't know. I love listening to that guy. talk. I could listen to him talk about, you know, the anatomy of deer for, hours well if that doesn't sell you on creative critters taxidermy i don't know what else what's going to like that guy mark just knows his stuff i mean pretty amazing i just like hearing it i mean yeah it's he's gonna gonna be perfect when he gets back oh oh yeah that's just yeah that probably makes you feel real comfortable knowing that your antler doe deer of a lifetime is in good hands you know what's like super you know how you know this dude is good is this is something he's never dealt with before but he knows exactly how he's going to handle it. Oh yeah, for sure. That's like he's experience. Like, and I don't know. I had a suggestion for you about the the uh, mounted doe. I think you should put like lipstick on it, he, or like he, hang okay. earrings. He on did it. say that she had uh, an abnormal amount of eyelashes. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny. Well, we well, we do. We looked up a couple articles on antler does. Um, there's we found an article from Outdoor Hub um, by which I could read my own. I try to pronounce that name, and uh, you can um, try. It's oh, right here. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm not gonna try it. Just um, give it. The, so just sorry. give the name of the uh, article. They can go find it by that. Yeah, it's antler does, not necessarily freaks of nature. Um, I just had a couple things highlighted in here. That's the dear LGBT. Listen, they're exactly the same as a you and. Okay, so they're saying they estimate that one in every one to six thousand white-tailed female deer produce antlers. It's kind of a r- wide range. One to you 6, know what 000. I'm thinking. That you know what? Hold on, I want to do some math. One to six thousand. Okay, how many deer? <laughs> Have been killed in Illinois. Uh, we'll talk, we'll talk he, he's writing this down and getting a calculator out on his phone. I am because <laughs> yeah. if it's one in six thousand, and they said, um, you know, whatever, whatever that number was, about a hundred thousand. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. Deer were shot in Illinois. What's that? 80. If it's one in six thousand, there's a hundred thousand deer. So it's just that number seems a little. I I don't know. Okay, that one in every one to six thousand white-tailed female deer produce antlers, according to the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. Oh, it's in Minnesota. It um, goes up there. Black-tail deer and mule deer can also produce antlers at the rate, and the ratio may even be lower in some regions. Um, a study in Alberta, Canada, in nineteen eighty-five determined that about one in sixty-four adult does had antlers in that area. That seems pretty high to me. Eesh. Um, What's going on up there? <laughs> the DNR adds that what normally causes antler growth in females is testosterone surge from either a hormone imbalance, first pregnancy, tumors, or degenerative conditions of the ovaries or adrenal glands. Um, and the antlers develop differently in every female. An initial surge of testosterone will cause the antlers to develop from the pedicles or buttons found on the top of the head. Many females only have the first surge of testosterone, which leads antlers to be small or to never shed their velvet, displaying velvet well into winter, which would be the situation that you ran into. Um, Those with a second surge of testosterone will grow a full rack, and the bone of the antler will harden and polish fully. Ooh. So So that kind of makes you wonder how old yours is. I mean, you know, maybe something went wrong. You know, maybe this, this... This doe was maybe it's old. Yeah, maybe this doe was two and a half years old, and then or something older. went wrong with the pregnancy, and now you could have a three and a half year old, or it could have been. Yeah, I, I'm like, hey, I'm curious to see how old she is. I guess I mean, we'll find out for yeah. sure. Um, here's another such testosterone levels. This is from the same article. Um, may very well have been what led to an Illinois doe to grow a thirty point rack. It was harvested by Richard Lomas west of Salem, Illinois. I don't know how far away Salem is. Uh, Southern Illinois, I believe. Is it? Isn't that uh, right by St. Louis? That's, I want to say that, but I'm, don't quote me. That was in 2011. Um, there was also a 27-point deal harvested in Kansas in 2008. Yeah, who cares about Kansas? So that's just <laughs> crazy. And I think that article that you have over there, Trevor, is basically says the same thing about the testosterone surges. So it sounds like your doe had that weird boost of testosterone. And that could have been what had been early last year. Yeah. When it, or who knows when it happened because it it could grow really grow its antlers at any time, right? Yeah, I I was wondering. I haven't read anywhere if if they keep growing or if they stop. Mm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Well, you have the trail cam picture from last yeah. year. What what time? What month was the picture of last year? Uh, late October. Really? Yep. Hmm. It's gonna. You it, know what? I, you know what? I kind of want to shoot now. Now that I heard you say that. 
I want to shoot a mule deer, uh, mule doe. In top a, Trevor? With Tr- try to trump me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just think that would be kind of cool. I'm going to shoot a Pope and Young coos deer antler doe. And top both Are those those little bitty guys? <laughs> yeah, in like southwest. I said they stand like 30 inches They're tall like or whatever. Little, little white tails. Dude, let's go blow some away. Like one of the records, I can't remember exactly, for the Pope Young Clubs, like in the 130s for yeah, a non-typical. One, really? Mm-hmm. They're tiny. Like the 120s. Is I mean, a monster. Yeah, you're... That's awesome. I want yeah. to shoot them. We should, we'll have to get someone on the on the show that has some heavy experience hunting coos deer. Or is it coos, coos, coos? I think it's coos, coos isn't it? Coos. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, man, that's some interesting stuff. I can't wait to see how this – I mean, you know the mount's going to turn out yeah, good. Yeah, it, it's going to be good, I'm, I'm, especially two of them. I'll have both oh, yeah. of them mounted on my wall. I can't wait to get them back. Yep. Yeah, you got to do something so people walk in and know that's an antler doe immediately. They'll be right there. As soon as you walk in the door, they're right there. You got the Just have a little plaque out. underneath it, like in a museum. <laughs> yeah. Antler yeah. doe. What'd <laughs> you name her? What? Him. <laughs> yeah. I'm Him. not sure. I'll have to ask my daughter. She's, you, she likes to name things. <laughs> you know what would be interesting? I want to know. I wonder if we could look this Kelly, up. Kelly, boy or girl. <laughs> how many antler does were shot? In the state of Illinois this year, I, I when I I called the DNR just out of curiosity before I called it in for whatever reason I didn't want to seem crazy. Yeah, I just just to make sure, and she made it sound like there might be several a year, but it might be a doe with buttons or a bow doe mm. with maybe a couple inch spikes, so it's still not. You know what you should do deer. next year. Well, actually. Depends on Mark. I'm Mark's stack. He's got a lot of deer to get done. Um, the Illinois Classics in August this year. If I wonder if you could, if he has it done before then, if you could take it there and you know label it antler doe and see if anything else comes, you might get like some. You might get first in some weird category <laughs> yeah. that doesn't exist yet that they have to make one for you. Yeah. And you're big enough. I mean, you can just bully your you way just to the take top. Take a trophy, basically. <laughs> just, just manhandle your way in. It's mine. I'm the only antler doe here. <laughs> yeah, there's probably not a lot of people to stop you. No. I mean, there, unless you find a guy who's six four three ten. Ten pounds. <laughs> um, but yeah, that just you know, antler does is is kind of one of those um. Those oddball situations, which which brings up the, you know, obviously, you know, not counting button bucks, but there has to be bucks with, you know, very little antler growth out there. Or even well, none at I all. mean, I, that's a small buck at that point. I mean, but I'm talking like the bare minimum. I'm talking like micro size. Like buttons? Yeah, where, but they stay buttons like that. I mean, that. It, oh, I'm if, sure if in some happens, rare case, it probably happens. The odds are probably just about as good as like what an antler doe would be. If that, I mean, I would assume lack of testosterone. Yeah, but I don't know. I think most bucks with with functioning testicles, unless they got damaged, like jumping a fence or hit by a car or something like that, that would be the thing that would would affect it. See, but we, but there was an article. We need to get a whitetail biologist on the show, man. Yeah, so Dr. many James questions. Kroll. There was, yeah, um, <laughs> we should get him on. That's a good idea. There was that that story about that. Um, that kid that shot, I think they called this deer Captain Hooks. It was in Iowa maybe two or three years ago. And uh, what had happened was is this buck had a hernia, and it wrapped around the testicles. And then they said he went from being like, you know, 130-ish to just jumping up in one year to jumping up to like 190-something. Just had a crazy imbalance you know, in Yeah, and they looked at it. it 
you know, you figure that would have you know, heard that it. You figure that would have heard it, but I guess, you know, I could understand how mad you'd get if you constantly had, like, <laughs> you know, just, was just someone just out like, on like, get off me, you know, and yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that is the case. Maybe as stupid as that sounds. I have and so many said, questions right now, man, about testosterone and antler growth and, you know, with testosterone and does like, okay, so do supplements for deer have testosterone boosters in them? Does it, how big a difference does testosterone oh really God, make? Oh my God, I'm going to throw growth? creatine in some food plots. <laughs> do you know what I mean though? Does, oh, yeah. does I, testosterone make a huge, huge difference in antler growth? I'm sure it has a big factor, oh, obviously, but. But you got to understand. This is us being humble. We're not saying, like, we know for a fact testosterone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, and don't know. think that we're leading up to, like, you know, oh, we're, we actually got another guy on the clear shot archery line. No, it's not <laughs> happening. But <laughs> that's, that's interesting stuff to talk about, you know? I mean, if, oh. you, if a buck lost one testicle, worst case scenario, oop, barbed wire fence, caught it too close. You think? <laughs> yup. Sorry, buddy. And what? then he wins a tour de France, and you know, he's... <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. Maybe it just turns you into superhumans or a super buck. <laughs> I, yeah, that's just oddly. It, what happens if you put some sort of testosterone in deer su- supplements, or, or is there you already castrate a buck? Because I want to see the other side of that too. Yeah, Do you think he just would not grow antlers anymore? I don't, I don't know. I don't have no idea. He probably wouldn't shed. If he had antlers already, I don't think he'd shed his antlers. Well, it, it might depend on when you did it, too, maybe. It could be. Yeah. If a deer grew his antlers, he shed his velvet already, and then he lost his testicles, I don't know if he would shed his antlers. Yeah, I don't know. That's it. I never thought about anything. Well, that's a dr- is. There's so I have so many questions right now. Shedding their antlers, is that a drop in testosterone late in the season? That's what caused them to drop? Uh, you almost have to assume. <laughs> no, I mean, it's so many questions well, you don't think about, but, you know. But, but then, but then, let's bring back the. Point. If you guys know any but of this, email is, us. When when they shed, if you read anything, when they drop within two or three weeks, they supposedly start growing again. Free, yeah, re, they'd have. I mean, almost have yeah. to well, within, but, or within a month or you know, two. But then, but then, think about it. They're they're shedding. So then, you know, we had that uh, thing a couple weeks ago about doe fawns going back into. or not going back into, but like. They go into well estrus a little bit, so well, they were born though in the season, so they go into estrus like later in the year. Compared sure, to a so estrus cycle. But so do these bucks if they're if they're shedding already? Because we know some are out there shedding. You know, I, I mean, are they going to be able to mate still? I mean, you know, it's. I, I watched the thing. We need to write all these down, and we're going to get a whitetail biologist was, on the episode. I can't remember where I read it or watched it. It was a deer biologist, and he said if a buck still has antlers, mm-hmm. it can still breed a doe if she comes into estrus. But if he doesn't, so it could be March. If he still has his antlers and say there's some freak incident where a doe comes in, he can still breed her. But if he doesn't, really, he I, I could be 100% wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. I well, just, yeah, think about it, all his confidence is gone. You wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that brings up an interesting <laughs> point, though. Deer yeah. go bald. Oh, she's not going to love me no matter what I'm packing. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much to look at. There's so much that we don't know about the, I mean, uh, when we say that, I mean, us personally, about whitetail biology to where, I mean, you know what I mean? It's mind blowing. There's so much to a, a deer, and people who don't deer hunt have no idea. What's so fun? I just had the stupidest idea, and I've been watching Ancient Aliens. I'm I not. wanted to do an episode like we're acting like we're serious, and then we ask these questions, and then we have that one guy who just goes in. And he's like, "The ancient Sumerian texts state 
that <laughs> way off the grid. You just took me there. I'm you talking had, about white tail biology. That's why I was laughing so hard. <laughs> you're like looking at me in the eye, like, yeah, I'm listening to everything you're saying. Oh, you no, 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 no. I'm still thinking about ancient aliens and pyramids and. Well, we have so many questions and so many things to cover um, on a, that's all future episodes. So if you guys know any of those things we're talking about or have any input on anything, email us. If you're still um, with us, email us. If you, you might get a koozie sent to you for hanging if out. If we feel time. like your uh, your answers are good enough and you're knowledgeable enough, we'll have you do a clear shot call in. Um, so so I'm, I'm kind of mind blown by all these I, questions I have. It's it's one of the more interesting that you know it's kind of one of those things that everybody's like oh it's super cool that it happens, but the more you get into it, the more questions you have than answers. I, well, let's think about this. We're talking about testosterone and stuff and shedding antlers. It's December twenty ninth. Um, oh, is it really? Eric shot a buck that shed its antlers. Supposedly, I don't know. Maybe he's texting us right now. So supposedly. You following me here? Um, <laughs> trying to. So we'll see. I mean, it's late season. I'm I'm not going to shoot a doe. What if it's a buck that shed its antlers already? Um, I think I'm going to coyote hunt yeah, to finish out the year. You're done anyway. Yeah, I'm ready to put some dogs down. <laughs> Steve's not on the board this year, no. man. You, we'll get you there. Oh, I'm shooting anything. Um, shed buck. Doe font. No. Roadkill. <laughs> Roadkill. Road Look what I got. <laughs> Look, you look at the shot. Perfect. The shot wasn't perfect. It's like, dude, Steve, it's missing its back legs. What happened? Uh, I can clearly read Michelin <laughs> in the side of its ribs. Um, <laughs> next week on the agenda, we have, we're going to talk about some trail cameras. Um, we earlier in the year we talked about our trail camera test that we were doing throughout the season. Um, we'll give you some reviews on budget cams. We'll at least do that for half the episode. Um, let us, what are you guys up to? You guys coyote hunting? What are you doing? You know, let us know. Um, the oh, first week of January is the archery trade show. Unfortunately, the only person out of the the crew that's going is Eric. Yeah, unfortunately, you have to talk to Eric if you're there. Yeah, he. If you guys are walking around, look for a dude in a working class bow hunter shirt that looks exactly like Dale Earnhardt Jr. Um, he'll be there. Actually, he might be. I think he's rolling with the Clear Shot Archery crew up there. Yeah, he is. He might be rocking the jersey. Could be. Could be. Um. We have our one-year bash coming up. If you are a local listener, message us, and we'll give you the deets on that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not a local listener, you don't want to make the drive out here for a one-year bash. That's coming up later this month, or later in uh, mid-January. You will probably see five foot seven, two hundred and I'll give myself fifty-five pounds. Do a keg stand. <laughs> Probably. Um, deer Classics coming up. We always love the Deer Classics. I'm hoping I'm down to 255 um, by then. I really am. <laughs> we'll make it to the uh, Iowa Deer Classic in Des Moines for sure. Um, maybe the Wisconsin Classic. Maybe Ohio would Ooh. be a cool one to go to. Um, we don't have dates on that right now, but I know Iowa's always in March sometime. Um, I believe it was... Was it the end of March last year? I think so. Well, I don't know. Illinois is normally in February, but it's in August this year, so... We'll have to do that. Um, anything else? What do you got, Steve? Trevor, you want to add anything? Yeah, no. I wanted to talk about coyote hunting. No, just thank you for having me on. Well, thank you, Trevor, for coming Don't in. Don't end the episode I wasn't. I was yet. just and thinking. It, he asked if I had This is the first time Trevor's seen the new studio design. Yeah, what do you think about it? I'm impressed. It it seems it's classy. Official, huh? Yeah. Rustic. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got another buck hanging in the bucketory, and we put a picture up online. It's uh. This one side looks just like a your 
normal Pope and Young side, and the other side, all his tines go straight backwards off the main beam. It's kind of he must have been facing <laughs> facing west. <laughs> I got my directions confused. Great deer, though. Um, that's really I don't know. We're kind of losing. No, steam. I wanted to talk about we wanted to talk about coyote hunting because I know you were super pumped to do it. Well, um, I wanted to mention it because I know Trevor's. You can't kill another antler no, deer. No. Um, and I basically I checked my trail cams two days ago, and I only had two up at the time. I hung, I re, I relocated eight of them, um, and one camera I had up. I think I have at least two coyotes in one pitcher every morning and every night in that oh. spot. And it's right next to like a, a huge ravine where there's a bunch of shale and thick grass. So I know they have to have a den in there, but it's right next to this big hill. And I got my, I'm going to go to Trevor's. We're going to dial in the 22, 250 and get ready to Dude, let's go Vietnam style. Let's get a flamethrower and launch it in that den. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little dark real quick. I'm oh my that. gosh. <laughs> I think I'm just going to sit up there and do a, you know, a little cotton tail and distress call and try and wiggle one in. And... <laughs> cotton t- <laughs> I, uh, I don't know about the whole Vietnam flamethrower thing. That brought back some haunting memories for some of our listeners. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, but for the guys on the uh, other end of the flamethrower, hey, you know. <laughs> I, uh,. I don't know. I, I was looking at one of those. Um, oh, it's what it looks like a boom box. Uh, Fox Pro, dude. Fox is, Pros is that what that are is? awesome. Because I was looking, there was like you three can spend or some money on some Fox Pro stuff. <laughs> I saw one that was like seven forty nine. I was like, uh, yeah, no. But, yeah, but if you if that's what you live coyote hunting, what's seven forty nine? That's a bow. You know, but like yeah, yeah. I, like you get that remote, dude. I've been thinking about just like getting a ghillie suit, grab, pulling out the two two three. <laughs> It just waiting, like hit that thing on, because it's got like a remote, and I think you can be. Oh, what was that? There was a good range on it, but yeah, you click that thing on, man, you just set up and. Dude, on Christmas Day, I was at my mom's house, and I had an outdoor channel on, and Fox Pro has their TV show on there, and I, I was watching one of the commercials for their Fox Pro, and it does two different sounds out of each speaker at the same time, like for oh. realism, and then when you shoot, boom, then it changes the call. It senses yeah. the shot and changes the what call. I've I've. Ex- had experiences where you shoot one and get right back to calling and you can call another one and get a double. I mean, I mean, all I'm like where I hunt now, I never like officially went out and coyote called with a rifle. I, I don't think they've ever heard those coyotes out there. have heard that like cottontail in distress or like been challenged, like called by another coyote or, you know, a hunter. Yep. So I think they're just completely call shy or not call shy at all. There's no pressure for calling on them, so I think it's going to be a knockout. Oh, I hope. <laughs> Good luck. My goal is to kill a couple of coyotes, take them over to Creative Critters, have a couple of coyote skulls for the podcast desk here, and then have the coyote hides hanging up for sound dampening. That'd be awesome. Collect that echo a little bit. Maybe Mark upgrade the mics. Mark actually did a uh, coyote uh, rug. I, I when I was working at Mark's uh, in Mark's studio, I helped him with uh, a couple of coyote rugs. It, one that had been caught in a snare, and really? snares are illegal. It got out of the snare, and some guy shot it and brought it in. I had to sew up the big holes around its neck where it ripped up the hide, and then we uh, some of the little holes we patched it up. So, uh, Fred uh, Fred Eichler has a uh, Coyote AR from oh, yeah, yeah, from Rock River. Rock River makes them. Yeah, <laughs> Does he, do they still make Rock River? Oh Arms? yeah, oh yeah, dude, they sure do. I For do. you guys who don't know, Rock River Arms is from Kelowna, Illinois, which is. 20 minutes I, I bet you the factory 
Rock River Arms factory is 20 minutes from my house, uh, from our I, studio. Ooh, you know what? I bet... Maybe a little further. Mm, I bet we could make it there in 30... No. 26 and a half minutes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I tweeted him. He uh, he shot a shot a dog with... Uh, Fred? Yeah. You, ever, uh, you probably never met Fred Eichler, have you? No, I haven't. That guy... Coolest dude, and he's a he's huge. He's so tall, dude. Because he made this thing look like a baby. Uh, let's see if I can find that here. Yeah, so that's a mighty fine boomstick you got there. You and it. yeah, look, he made that thing look. He yeah, made that Fred thing... Eichler's a great dude. He yeah, it's got the coyote like prints all the way up the barrel. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's over six foot tall. When I've met him, I met him at Archery Trade Show, and I was at there with Muzzy, um, like in 2012, and. Uh, him and his wife Michelle, they are like the nicest people, man. I, I I love watching them on TV because, and with most people you see, you meet on in the outdoor industry, when you see them on TV, that's just their personality, and that's why they made it to where they are because they're not putting on some fake show. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? To, oh, I'm on TV, I got to act a certain way. That's just how they are in everyday life. So it's funny, a lot of the outdoor person, just like Fred Eichler, he's got a a gun, you know, signature gun that's out of. Uh, uh, Kelowna, and then about three miles from where I live, uh, LMT Pigman. Uh, he I, he used to have a signature. Oh, does rifle. he really? I don't think he has it anymore, but I know he was shooting LMTs. That's for a Lewis while. Machine and Tool, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's in Milan. Yeah. Was no, or like, is? No, it's you know where the the Casey's is. You just go right up the street from it. See, there's so much in this. So if you if you're in Milan, Illinois, and you see a Casey's, you're about three miles away from where they make really fine firearms. Yeah, it's it's. We got a cool little area. John Deere guns are made here. Um, no cool bows are made, but the bone shed's pretty cool, pretty close. So, yeah, um, you know. But I mean, that's really all we got. I mean, I, I imagine a lot of guys are going to get into coyote mode now. And well, when do you when do you feel like coyotes are going to be? When is the best time that you feel that you can kill coyotes? Now. Just right about now. I say now and through winter with the snow, they're hungry. They're doing their are they are they breeding right now? Their uh, mating seasons usually end of January, beginning of February. Okay. So so February maybe a little into March. You think? Yeah. I'd say all winter. I mean, anytime is a good time to hunt it's them. Cold, but I mean, dude, we need food. to mm-hmm. we need to go find some some farmers with some fields. And we and need to nine times out of ten po- kill the coyotes. They yeah. want them. Oh, we'll long range poke them. Uh, they're just <laughs> see. I mean, I got the twenty two two fifty. I mean, I don't have a heavy barrel or nothing on it, but I'm three hundred yards. Uh, and from my understanding, now I'm I'm gonna double check myself, but yeah, any caliber you want will will get coyotes done. And I uh, think anything you want to hunt them with, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you can't hunt them with slugs. You during, can't only during deer season. It used to be. I don't. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I. Uh, well, you can if you have an unfilled firearm. That might be tag. true. I'm not. If it's I, unfilled, yeah. That might so if you like, you see one while you're hunting for a deer, you can shoot. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking because uh, this new AR build I want to do. Um, been thinking about it. I don't think I'm going to do it, but the uh, caliber is 458 SOCOM. <laughs> do you, you know what round that is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You do, have have fun looking up. It's it's kind of a joke round. Uh, it's about nine bucks a bullet. Why? I mean, that would be stupid. I'm hey. an, I'm a free. I am a free American, so I am free to do as nine I choose. bucks a round. You know how many podcast hosting sites we could be on for nine bucks? Yeah, but do you know how much freedom I could express? 
I always wanted to shoot one with a fifty cal just because. Oh, definitely. Oh, <laughs> I've seen be coyote burger immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't go out like with like I've seen people like hunting hogs with like Tanner, right? Like, don't. Hey, don't you do know what that. we should do? We should hit Trevor with some rapid fire questions real quick before the episode's over. Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, I think I have some up. I have a, I have a few. Oh wait, no, put those away. Put those away. Put those away. Hurry up! Hurry up! Well, he <laughs> can't look. I don't have them written down. I have them pulled up on the. Screen. So Trevor, don't, look, don't look at the screen. All right, I'm going to hit you with them, Trevor. You ready? These are one-answer right, questions. Ready? Wu-Tang Clan or De La Soul? Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, my man. All right. <laughs> Favorite camo? Mossy Oak. Favorite... Hey! <laughs> Mossy Oak, huh? Yeah. Really? We're, we're going to start running our guests through the ra- rapid-fire questions, okay. I think. I like that. Favorite bow brand? Of course, Elite. Uh, favorite broadhead? Uh, I'm going to go with Rage. Second favorite bow brand? Oh, that's. I'm gonna go with Bowtech. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Second favorite choice for a wife. <laughs> you can't. Her like... best friend is an okay answer. <laughs> <laughs> backstraps or jerky? Ooh. Uh, backstraps. Uh, that dude. That's a. That's a given. Morning or afternoon hunts? Uh. I've killed ninety percent of my deer in the morning. I'm gonna say morning. Morning or afternoon dumps? <laughs> uh. I, I'm, I'm going to say midday because I get paid for those. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Best answer to that question ever. Typical deer or non-typical? Uh, non-typical, gnarly. Hang on or ladder stands? Ladder stand. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Blinds or Texas tripods? <laughs> Texas tripods. Yeah. yeah That's what Trevor shot his buck out of yeah. earlier this year. Um, Dude, I tried to hunt one of those with like a... Like a canvas, it was like I had a canvas lining. Like a shroud uh, on. Oh no way, <laughs> dude! And the leg was bent in, so every time, like I, that thing was gonna fall if I stayed in there any longer. I was like, I can't do this. Beer or beer or liquor? Beer. Uh, okay. What? Um, beer or cider beer? Well, cider beer tonight. Okay, because you don't drink beer. <laughs> okay, here you go. What's your dream hunt? Uh, I've always wanted to go. I I got two moose and elk, but yeah, it'd be a toss up. Okay, um, Big Buck Registry or Working Class Bow Hunter podcast? Working Class Bow Hunter. <laughs> there you go. We are going to have Big Old Jay Scott on the. I don't know. I call him Big Old Jay Scott, like we're best friends with the guy. But yeah. we're going to have him on the show probably um, in January sometime. Great guy. Great. That guy. dude's a cool dude. He likes um, our show, so he's cool. It's got to be right. <laughs> I like it. If you, do you listen to Big Buck Registry? Uh, no. No, you got. I, you fo- I follow him on Facebook. Oh, but. you got to check it out. Like, dude, that, that guy gets in depth conversation. He has a lot of cool guys on his show. Yeah, so it, it's like basically his his class is like econ one hundred and one. Like you're, you're going to learn hunting podcast college classes. Yeah, right you're going to learn like everything you need to know about the world of deer what, hunting. And his. And What's then ours then? To, What's ours? Is that recess? <laughs> 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 yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, we get some. We get serious, and then again, we don't. Um, I was on a podcast last week. Um, we'll talk about it more once it's released. That way, you guys can go check it out, and we'll put a link in the description once once that happens. Um, that'll probably be next week's episode. We'll talk about that. Um, really, that's all we got for tonight. Um, Antler does. We'll put those pictures up of uh, Trevor's uh, she buck and uh, everything else. So. He do. <laughs> um, this is a, the last episode of 2015. You realize that? Yeah. So, happy new year to you guys. Um, this is when the podcast started, and this is our last uh, episode of the year. Of the year. Hopefully um, we'll return. We'll see you next year, guys. Um, finish up some hunting for the year. Go kill up your dream buck. Your dream buck doe. Your she buck. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Anyway, if, you, if you're if you done hunting for the year, if it's close where you're at, 
Go shoot your bow. Have a good time. Happy New Year. We love you. Thanks. Bye.